Alexander Barkov. Another shot for the Cats to win it in the seventh round. Barkov. Let's go, Hello and welcome back to the Palm Tree Podcast. Justin Bedford alongside Noah Russo. How you doing this week, Noah? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Still doing the social yeah, still, still at school. Finishing up. Yeah, um, last last week here. Yeah. Get her, get her done and we'll be home free. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, it's going to feel really good. Yeah, it's been a pretty quiet little last little bit. Not much uh, going on. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the summer. Yeah, me too. Like I have, I have one thing, you know, that I'm hoping comes to fruition, but it's, it's requires me crossing the border. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. So is that Nashville? Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, yeah, that's going to be, yeah, you're, it's such an unfortunate position. Yeah, so you, it's kind of out of my control, so we'll have to see it exactly. happens there. Exactly, nothing you can do about it. Um, no real uh, news from the NHL this week, other than uh, obviously the tragic passing of Colby Cave. Um, really sad, really unexpected. Yeah, um, so dark. I mean, and we really saw the whole hockey community reach out. Yeah, and I mean, like that, that's a guy who, you know, undrafted you know, worked so hard for everything to become an NHL player. Um, and then just, you know, it's all it's all gone in an instant. So really, really tragic. Um, yeah, I remember watching his, like, his first NHL, when he scored his first NHL goal, because that was a Boston-Montreal game, so I was watching that. And, yeah, he got his first, although, to be fair, Every single rookie in the NHL, I feel, scores their first goal against Carey Price. But still, Carey I, Price. I remember, I remember watching that game, and you know, it's like, oh my god, like that's so sad. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, just really unfortunate. And you see, you know, everyone talking about what a great teammate, what a great person he was. Um, just you know, re- really sad, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's really kind of been the only news from around the league. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's. Yeah, there hasn't been anything else. I mean, I don't think. I still don't think it's a viable option to um, continue the season. It's you know, it, it it it's it doesn't look if if they want to preserve next season, then I don't think they can continue the season. And, I mean. And the NBA has been really pushing for they're 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 absolutely going to finish this season. But across the NHL, you just kind of I'm starting to forget, you know, like what the standings were and specifically other things. Because if we were to restart with playoffs, is a lot of guys that were injured are no longer injured. Yeah, we I had that you know kind of debate with a couple of. My, my roommates before were you a lot of guys like like Dougie Hamilton who would now be healthy like all, like Carolina went out and made a bunch of deadline deals for defensemen because their D were hurt now they have all those guys and they're healthy defensemen yeah I mean Toronto has a healthy defense you know it's so I, I don't even know like is what was the timeline on Tarasenko would he be oh I think he'd be back for sure yeah I mean so it's, it's, it changes the entire dynamic so I, I think for that reason, the NHL is just going to kind of like 
you know, it's gonna we're gonna move on just because if you do start playoffs, it's not really the same teams anymore. Yeah. Now here's what I'm wondering, and as we are continuing with our uh, redraft uh, series this week with 14 and 15, but if they come back, or if they don't come back, and they say, okay, we're not going to finish the season, then what do you do about, like, do you change the NHL draft? Like, if, if the standings didn't mean anything, if the season doesn't matter. That's then... a 100% good good observation is, what what are they going to do? Yeah. it's There's there's a lot of options. They can keep the standings. They can, they can play around with, with different percentage combinations. Yeah. Well, you look but, at like a, you look at a team like like St. Louis, who's done so well, and then they'd be drafting so late without even having the chance to compete for another Stanley Cup, right? So it's you kind of punishing like the draft designed to punish teams that do well, but if you're doing well, but then it doesn't even matter, you know, is that is that fair? Yeah, if you're not doing at all right now, is yeah. yeah. So one hundred percent. It's it's going to be very interesting. It's definitely going to be a Zoom draft or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. And is is the timeline on the draft and is the timeline on free agency going to be affected? Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of just and a wait and see type thing. This is all assuming that we're going to be ready to go by October, and there, there's no guarantee of that whatsoever. Exactly. You know, it's all. It, you know, it's all kind of up in the air. Um, all we know is that the Palm Tree Podcast lives on no matter what. Yes, um, I've been watching so, copious amounts of television and movies, getting ready for that inevitable, inevitable day where we do have to review stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we're moving on to 2014 NHL Draft. Florida had the first pick. Um it's interesting, I I was looking at a redraft with some friends of mine like a week ago, and there was a lot of debate about who should go first overall in this redraft. There was a few names that were in the mix there. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, obviously. I don't think I don't think there's much of a debate. I, I, I can see two guys. Yeah, there's 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 a yeah, there's a couple guys in the in the mix there. Um Obviously, Florida ended up going with Aaron Eckblad. Um, I don't know if that's who they'd go with in this redraft, um, but we'll start now. First pick to you is the Florida Panthers. I mean, credit to Aaron Eckblad. He's a wonderful number one defenseman, and any team would be lucky to have him, but given this opportunity and knowing what we know now is the Florida Panthers would definitely draft Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, hard, I it's hard to argue with what he's done over his career. You might be able to debate that Pasternak deserves a say just because he's such an elite goal scorer. Well, but, I, the, the guy I'm going to take here at two for Buffalo is the guy that there was we were kind of debating whether he should go ahead of Drysaddle just because he is better defensively. Um, but I'm going to take him here at two for Buffalo. Braden Point. Really? You know... He, he's such a good two-way player. Um, he does play with some really good players in Tampa. Um, but for me, I think, you know, if, if the debates, you know, point or Pasternak or Dreisaitl, 
Um, point is that pure center uh, type guy. So he's small, but I'm going to go with I, I'm going to take Braden Point at number two. Interesting. Well, then that makes my pick at three very easy in David Pasternak. I mean, you don't get more natural goal, goal scorer than this guy. No, you, you need goals, right? And Pasternak, a winner, you could play him hypothetically in the future with like Connor McDavid, right? If he goes to Ed, if he went to Edmonton. I mean, that would be insane. Nah, that would be, or there, Nugent Hopkins is already there at this point. Exactly. So, yeah, no, I think there'd definitely be a lot of lot of potential there. I, I think mean, it'd be a good fit. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. That, I'm obviously they're happy having Leon Drysaddle there right now. Um, oh yeah, by far the best pick of that draft. Yeah, um, which brings me to number four, Calgary. Um, and with this pick, they took Sam Bennett, but I'm going to go uh, a different route. Obviously, I don't think Sam Bennett's really lived up to that fourth overall spot. And I'm going to take Dylan Larkin. Nice speedy guy. Yeah, Speedy guy can skate. He puts up you know, some pretty good numbers on a pretty bad team. So, and, and that, I feel like there's a lot of shade. Like, you know, it's, it's a kind of a gray area because he plays on so bad of a team. Exactly. It's like, what what would be his potential if he was actually on a you know like on a good team like Calgary? Exactly. You know, and playing maybe with a guy like Johnny Gaudreau, that would be a nice combination. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, be, yeah, it'd be very interesting. All right. Well, that leaves you at five with the New York Islanders. Um, they went Michael Dal Cole with this pick. Not going to do that again. No, um, I, think, I think he's probably, if you look at this draft, I think he would, you'd probably say he's one of the bigger bust players so far. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would tend to agree that. Um, he, he's only played eight games uh, so far, and 17 points. It's not, you know, it's not what you would expect from top five overall, but uh, I, I think I think he's improving. Yeah, I think he's just taken him maybe a little bit longer than some other guys uh, in yeah, this draft. Like, he, had a, he had a pretty good uh, second season in the AHL, but um, that being said, that's not who the Islanders are going to pick this time. And we're going to go with uh, Aaron Ekblad for a good, uh, good solid uh, presence on the blue line. Add to that blue line, it's a nice pick. I mean, I think he'd fit in. I think he'd fit in really well with the Islanders, actually. Yeah, and I think, you know, there's, you know, I think it's pretty clear that I think Aaron Eckblad is probably the best, if not, you know, he's probably one of the better defensemen in this this draft. Um, Yeah, without a doubt. So it's a good pick for the Islanders. Um, That leaves me with uh, the Vancouver Canucks, and I'm going to take Nikolai Ehlers. Um, Good underlying numbers. Um, He's having a pretty good year this year. Uh, Skilled player, so I'll take him. I definitely like that pick. That's a it's a very nice pick. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a nice fit in Vancouver too. Yeah, one hundred percent. That leads us to Carolina, who went with Hayden Flurry, who I think is developing into a very good defenseman. Um, however, given the position, that's not who Carolina is going to take. Um, instead, uh, from um, He's technically from the U.S., I think, but William Nylander. He's actually from Calgary. 
Calgary. Well, Calgary so. born because his dad was playing for the Flames. Yeah. But he did grow up in Chicago and then over in Sweden. Yeah. Um, I, I thought he was born in the U.S., but no, he was born in, in Calgary. Yeah, that's now it's a good pick for Carolina. Um, you know, he's a really good player. I, th- I think he'd fit in well in, in that environment as well. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, um, if take away the pressure that Toronto is, and I think I think he could he could blossom. Yeah, and now I'm looking Toronto at eight. William Nylander, the original pick, not there. Um, you know, I think with some of the, you know, potentially, you know, with a lot of the really skilled guys they have in Toronto, maybe they could use a guy who's a bit more of a. A straightforward player who can complement those guys. So I'm going to take Sam Reinhart. Um, I'm not. I'm not a huge Sam Reinhart fan, so I like that that pick for Toronto. You know, I'm not. I'm not the biggest Sam Reinhart fan, but he is. He, he, I don't think he's the type of guy that drives offense on a line, but he seems like he plays just a really simple game and can do things around the net. So um, I think for Toronto, that's maybe a different element they don't have a whole lot of. Um, so I think he could fit in there. Yeah, I, I think he could. Um, I mean, part of the reason I don't like Sam Reinhart is he does play on Buffalo, so. There is that, too. <laughs> Maybe that would be different if he played with Toronto. But that leads us to Winnipeg at 9, who originally got Nikolai Ehlers, which very good pick uh, in hindsight. Um, instead... See. Gonna go with instead of Winnipeg. It's gonna be Sam Bennett. You're taking Sam Bennett there. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I like I like Sam Bennett. Um, I saw him when he played with. Uh, well, when he played, he still plays with Calgary. But it, when they made that playoff run a couple years ago, he was. He was a crucial part of that, and I think that, that was only a glimpse of his potential. And I think, you know, the, the environment in Calgary is a little little different just because they have a very strong top six. I think at the time that if Winnipeg picks him, maybe he can get a better opportunity. Yeah, like I think, like with Sam Bennett, he's the type of guy, like he's got some skill, obviously, um, and he's the type of guy that's built for playoff hockey. Um, so I, I, I don't mind that pick there for Winnipeg. Um, that leaves me with Anaheim who took Nick Ritchie. Um, I don't see them going that route again. Um, I think they could use a nice, speedy winger, so I'm going to take Victor Arvidsson. Nice. You know, he's really, you know, he can score goals, good skill. Um, you know, I think that's something Anaheim would like to have. So I'll... I think they definitely would like to have that. Okay, well, that leaves uh, you with uh, Nashville at 11. Yes. Uh, sorry. So, at 11th, Nashville, um, Jacob Vrana. Jacob Vrana. You know, that was actually the next guy I had on my list, too. Yeah. Um, love what he's done in, uh, in Washington so far. I think he'd be a good addition to the Nashville team. Uh, absolutely. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, he's, he's having a really good year this year, so, you know, him in Nashville, I think that'd be a nice fit. Um, that leaves me with Arizona. Uh, picking 12th, they took Brendan Perlini, uh from the Niagara Ice Dogs. Um, 
probably probably wouldn't take him again. Um, I think they'll go here with uh, I'll take Kevin Fiala. Nice. Um, you know, he he took a while to to really develop. Um, but he's had a really strong year, especially the second half of the year with uh, the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, he's a guy who's yeah. Was I don't know if he was expecting to get dealt to Minnesota at the time. Well, we know that Paul Fenton was a really big Kevin Fiala fan. Yeah. Um. And at the time, it maybe didn't look like the best trade. Um, you know, giving up Michael Granlund. But it, it's hard to argue. Like this year, he's had fifty-four points in sixty-four games, twenty-three goals. Um, that's pretty good production. So. Yeah. Um. I'm going to take him there for uh, for Arizona. Nice. Uh, leads us to Washington. So they originally went with Jacob Brano with this pick, but originally he's not available anymore. But instead, uh, Nick Schmaltz. Nick Schmaltz. That's a solid mm-hmm. pick. Yeah, I, I like that a lot, especially, you know, they have a lot of guys in uh, Washington who can score goals. Schmaltz is pretty much a pure playmaker. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that. Um, Dallas at fourteen now. They took uh, they took Julius Honka. Uh, hasn't really worked out that well for them, but I think they they would like to go with a defenseman here. Um, and I think this guy would really complement some of the D they have right now. So I'm going to take Travis Sandheim. That's a nice pick. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's having a, he's had a pretty good career uh, yeah. so far. Pretty steady, kind of two-way guy uh, for the Flyers. Good size, so I think there's a, there's a lot to like there, and I think you know his more defensive-minded mindset while also still he has, being mobile. He has mobility too. Exactly. So adding that on the back end with you know Klingberg and Heiskanen, I think it's a nice fit. Yeah, no, I definitely think that. Yeah, no, that he's a. I think he's a very good uh, defenseman. So uh, yeah, I, I I really I really like the player, and I think he'd fit in nicely in Dallas. All right. Uh, so Detroit, they went with Dylan Larkin with this pick. Uh, instead, gonna go with. Um, I just want to see where this. From, from Brooklyn, New York, Kevin LeBanc. Kevin LeBanc. Yeah, I think a guy who... I don't know what it is that he decided... Well, he, he probably genuinely thought that San Jose was going to have a good season, but he took the ultimate bet-on-yourself contract, and it's not really working out for him, but you can't forget the season he had before that. It was a very strong season. Yeah, yeah I think he's still a very talented player. Um and I think, you know, yeah, the 15th spot, I think that'd be a, a solid fit for Detroit. Um, which leaves me in Columbus at 16. They took Sonny Milano, who's, he's, you know, he's an okay player. He's got a lot of skill. Um, I'm going to go with Victor Olofsson. Uh, rookie this season, having a great season. Um, not a large sample size, but uh, so far so good for him. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, and he's—I know—I know a lot of his points come on the power play, but um, 
you know, I think as he continues to grow and adjust to the NHL level, I think you'll see him blossom even more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Philadelphia. Um, here's a guy I think who would fit really well with them is Alex Tuck. Yeah. Big power yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice fit. I think that'd be a good fit. He's he's proven himself in Vegas. Um, I I think that'd be perfect. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think that's a nice fit. Um, you know, he's just yeah, big guy with skill. You know, those <laughs> those are harder players to find. So I think that's a good fit in Philadelphia with the guys they have. Um, okay, that leaves you at Minnesota. No, you were yeah, Minnesota. Who took Alex Tuck? Um, yeah, I just I, I I swooped in there. Yeah, I swooped in there. Uh, I guess I'll I'll go with uh. You swooped in there, so I'll swoop in on uh, your next pick. I'll take Tony D'Angelo. All right. You know he's a. Uh, you know he's an interesting player. He's having a terrific year this year. Oh, one hundred percent in New York. Uh, so I'll I'll go with him. He moves the puck well. He's an okay skater, so uh, I'll go with him. Right on. All right, Tampa Bay and. You already took... Did you already take Victor Olofsson? Yeah. Yeah, all right. That's what I thought. Um, Tampa Bay with the 19th pick, Jake Vertanen. Jake Vertanen. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like that pick. Like, with a lot of the higher-end skill guys that, that Tampa has, you know, getting a guy who can play up and down the lineup. Yeah, know, that'd be pretty cool. And Jake Vertanen, I... I, I it just a, yeah, no, a grinder that works hard on the ice and can get, get results. Yeah. All right. Well, that leaves me with Chicago, who got Nick Schmaltz and then dealt him. Um, I think uh, I think Chicago could use a defenseman, uh, you know, at this stage. And I think there's only one logical option, and that's Devon Taves, so that they can have two Taves on their team. Um, also a solid defenseman, so I'll, I'll take Devon Taves. So, I can't remember. Did you already pick Brandon Montour? No. Alright, and there's no... Was there no... Do you not like him? The fact that you're going with Taves over... I'm I'm taking taking Taves over Montour based on uh, their defensive abilities. Alright. You know, I think Taves is a bit more well-rounded and versatile. Um, I like what he brings, so uh, I'm going to go with him in Chicago. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely been good with uh, with the Islanders, I think. Yeah, he's really. I think he's blossomed over the last little bit, so I think it's uh, you know, I think he's good. Fit. All right, let's. So that's St. Louis at twenty one. Uh, they went with Robbie Fabry. I don't think turned out that well, that that bad. Unfortunately, he kind of he got injured, and he really tailed off, and now he's. I mean, he's having a strong year this year. After getting traded. Well, yeah, I was. Well, he's in. He's in, De- in Detroit, you know. So he's he's making the best of that. But um, I'm gonna keep that pick. You're gonna keep Robbie Fabry. Yep, I think that was a good pick. Um, I think he was. He turned out good for them. I mean, they won a cup. Uh, unfortunately, he got injured, and he he 
he never he never really came back from the injury with St. Louis, but I maybe he's gonna make a name for himself in Detroit. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, I'm at Pittsburgh. Uh, they took Kasperi Kapanen, who I think is a good pick. Uh, they ended up trading him for Phil Kessel. Um, but if they didn't do that, they'd probably want a guy who can play, you know, in that middle six role. Um, and I think a guy who's really versatile and brings a lot to the table is Christian Dvorak. So I'm going to take him. Good pick. Good pick. I kind of forgot about him. Not going to lie. Yeah. You know what? He's, he's just he's a, a center, re- right? Yeah. He's a center. Yeah. He can play on the wing. You can do a lot with a player like that, and I think that's the type of player Pittsburgh would want. Yeah, I think that'd be definitely a good fit in Pittsburgh. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take him there. All right, so 23rd with Colorado. They went with Connor Bleakley. Yeah. I don't know. But um, given that, instead it's going to be uh, Kasperi Kapanen. Kasperi. Yeah. I mean, having Kasperi Kapanen playing with, like, Nathan McKinnon would be oh, insane. Yeah. The speed. Yeah, and I, you know, I definitely think Kapanen's a very good player that can be a very good second liner. He just doesn't necessarily get the opportunities. Well, actually, you know, he gets a lot of opportunity in Toronto, but um, he, he's kind of in the shadow of the bigger players and Matthews and the, those guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh, that leaves me Vancouver, who took Jared McCann, former Florida Panther. Um, Indeed. But, you know, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to... Because Jared McCann, they traded uh, for uh, Markstrom. Or not Markstrom. They traded him for uh, Good Branson. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I I honestly don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, is Vancouver? I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna go a different route. I'm gonna go Elvis Merzlikens. Uh, you know, he's having a pretty good rookie year this year. Over uh, over Igor Shosturkin. I think we took Shosturkin. No, nope. I didn't take Shosturkin. I think he's eligible for this draft. He was taken Shosturkin. He, uh, no, he was drafted in the. He was drafted in the fourth round. Okay, then I changed my pick. I'm taking Igor. All right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Fourth, fourth round, 118th overall by the Rangers. Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll go Igor Shosturkin then. That was a good catch. All right. I, I forgot about him. <laughs> nice pick. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um. So that was Vancouver. Excuse me, Boston. Who nailed um, it with this pick with David Pasternak? Yeah, instead we're gonna go with the guy that um, played for them, uh, Danton Heinen. Danton Heinen, you know he's he's a you know he's a solid player, he's well rounded, versatile. He's a, he's a good he's a good depth piece, and I think I mean later in the draft, I think he you'd be happy with that. Absolutely. Um, all right, well, leaves me in Montreal. Montreal. Could probably use some offense. Something better than Nikita Sherbach. Who, and it's still early, he still could develop. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go with someone a bit more proven. I'm going to take uh, Andre Kasha. 
good call. I, he was next on my list as well. Yeah, I mean, I think you know he's you know he had a really nice career with uh, with Anaheim, so I'll go with him. You know, he's he, he can score goals, put up offense, and I think that's what Montreal needs. Yeah. Um. All right. So with San Jose, they went with Nikolai Goldobin, who recently just signed in the KHL. <laughs> exactly. So instead, and I think they could use a guy like this is Elvis Merzlikens. Yeah, I was gonna say if you don't take a goalie with this pick. Yeah. It's, <laughs> hopefully, maybe like maybe they're still a playoff team now if they they had taken that. So who knows? Uh, absolutely. Um, I lose with the Islanders. Twenty eight. They took Josh Hosang. Um, you know it's been a bumpy road for him in, in New York. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, Marcus Pedersen. Good pick. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he's solid. You know, I think he, you know he's he's having a good year this year. Um, he's been really important for Pittsburgh, so I think uh, having him in there for uh, for the Islanders, why not? Yeah. Okay. Los Angeles. Who are you um, this is my last last pick in the draft, and there's actually like a few guys that look very interesting. Um, This is a guy who I like personally, and I really like what he's doing in, with the Rangers right now, is Brandon Lemieux. I really like Brandon Lemieux. Very good, gritty guy. I mean, just, yeah, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't cross the line as much as other guys of his caliber, like, well, of his, like, style, like Marshawn and stuff. So I like, I definitely like that. Yeah. But he's not afraid to cross that line, though. No, absolutely. Um, which leaves me at New Jersey. They took John Quenville. I'm going to go with uh, Adrian Kempe here. Um, you know, he's, he's, yeah, good pick. You know, he, I, I think he's, he's doing he's doing very well in uh, in in LA. Yeah, I think what you see with him is you know you're seeing the progression. He's continuing to grow. Um, he's a big guy, um, so I think. I, I think New, New Jersey would like that. I think he's definitely better than, than John Quenville at this point. So it's a no-brainer for me. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, all right, well, that, that does it for 2014. Um, some pretty good picks. Now we're moving on to 2015, which, um, you know, we're getting into that territory now where it's like a lot of drafts. There's still players who are kind of just coming into their own. Yeah. Um, some players that haven't established themselves yet, but I mean, looking at this 2015 draft, this is a strong draft. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> just loaded with talent, top to bottom. Um, yeah. Number. <clears throat> but I have the number one pick here for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, absolute no-brainer, Connor McDavid. No question. Yeah. Not even close. Obviously. Um, I don't, you know, I don't have to defend that pick. He's obviously the you know, best player in the world. So uh, definitely, it's <clears throat> one of the only picks in this in this draft that really stays the same. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you talk about number one overall picks that stay the same. Like we had this one, and we've had the McKinnon one. 
So, um, that yeah, was... and then I think there's a very there's, there's a consensus on who number two is, number one is, but there's none whatsoever on number two. Literally, I could pick from four guys and not even be bothered. Yeah, like there's just so many talented players in this draft that like you could go anywhere and you could probably defend it um, as as a good pick, but. Who are you taking at number two? Um, just for the spirit of it, I'm not going to take Jack Eichel. Okay. Um, instead, just because my hatred for Toronto, uh, Mitch Marner to the Buffalo Sabers. Wow. Um. I, and I think I think you can definitely definitely argue that Mitch Marner is a number number two pick and. Uh, in this draft, what he's done in Toronto has been absolutely phenomenal. He's he's a magician out there on the ice. Yeah, I mean, the big argument is that he maybe plays with better players than Jack Eichel. It is is about it. But, but, but yeah, but, you know, it still comes down to the fact that Mitch Marner is still the best player on his line. He's, he's a good player. He's a good player. Um, I think he's better than Tavares, if that's what you're alluding to. If he plays with Matthews, I... No, I no, I, I'm more alluding to, like, I, would, I think I think Eichel's better than, than Marner. Uh, yeah. Right, like... He's a center. Like, the... He's a center, and, like, with Toronto, they have so many skilled guys that Mitch Marner doesn't always get the focus. Whereas... No, that's true. That's 100% true. Teams are always um, going to zone in on Jack Eichel, because if you can shut down Jack Eichel, you can pretty much shut down the Sabres... Um, but that's that's fine. I'm going to take Jack Eichel. Well, I mean, I mean, here's the thing: we saw the Jack Eichel experiment in Buffalo, and we saw what it's yielded so far. And it's really been i I don't think they've made the playoffs since have they since he made no since he was drafted no eh? no. But I don't think you can really blame him for that. I mean, he's not the one in that. No, I even. I wonder if some you can't blame him. But I mean, given the fact that what if Mitch Marner was in that position, would would Buffalo still not be a playoff team is the question. I think yes. <laughs> I think absolutely yes. But no, that's no, you know, that's the, the, the whole point is you, there's a lot of ways you could go with, yeah. you know, these picks. I'm going to take Jack Eichel at number three. I'm not going to let him fall to Toronto. Yeah, um, and so, Toronto. And uh, I mean, Miko Rantanen. You're going Miko Rantanen? Yes. For Toronto? 100%. You know, I think he's the best player available at that point. All right, well, I mean, you know, there's so many good players available at that point. I mean, can't argue with that. He's a big guy. He can skate. could do it all, kind of. Yeah, I mean, in, yeah, if, if he if he plays with Tavares and Matthews, I mean, yeah, God only knows. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's playing with McKinnon and, you know, Landis Scott playing with yeah. Matthews and stuff. He'll, he'd be fine there. Exactly. He'd be producing at the same rate, which is a phenomenal yeah, rate. Yeah, phenomenal rate. Um. All right, well, that makes things easy. Does it make things easy? No. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for, for Carolina. I'm going to take uh, – they went with uh, Noah Hannafin. I'm going to stick with the defenseman, but I'm going to go with Zach Wierenski. Interesting. Uh, you know, I, I, I really like Zach Wierenski. He's having an excellent year this year. Um, 20 goals. To me, he's the kind of do-it-all guy. That pairing with Seth Jones is incredible. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him there because I think, you know, because Carolina ends up trading Noah Hannafin for Dougie Hamilton, which I guess is a good yeah. 
But without that, I think, you know, I think Lorenzky could be the rock on that defense, so. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes total sense. All right, well, that leaves you with New Jersey, who took Pavel Zaka. Are you going to keep that pick, or are you going to mix it up? <laughs> uh, with this pick, I, there's so many good players, but uh, Sebastian Ajo. Yeah. I, I, I thought you were going to take him with Carolina, to be honest. You I know, th- I, was, I was actually, there was, a, there was three players I was debating it through, um, but I had Iodorensky next on my list, and so uh, I, I stuck with him there. Um. But hard to argue, Sebastian Ajo, just terrific player um, for, for Carolina, so putting him in Yeah, and I, and I think I already know who you're going to take with the next pick. Who do you think I'm taking? Matt Barzell. Oh, I am absolutely going to take Matt Barzell. Like, I love Anyone I, who knows me knows me. I love Matt Barzell. He's amazing. I mean, he is such a good skater, so much skill. Um, so for me, no brainer. I'm taking Matt Barzell for Philadelphia. Um, who are you taking with Columbus at eight? This is kind of a tricky one. You know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys in this, you know, kind of range. Yeah. And I don't want to reach too much on some guys. Um, Let's see. This is Columbus. Yeah, Columbus instead of Zach Wierenski, who they wouldn't be able to draft at that point. Um, Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor. Yeah. I think, I think he'd, he'd fit in well in, in that <clears throat> Columbus environment. And yeah. he's, he's, such a, he's such a good player on the ice. Yeah, uh, that's who I next up to on my list was Kyle Connor. Watching so. him, watching him, you don't necessarily think much, but he always finds himself in very, very favorable positions. Well, and he, 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 like the big knock on him is his defensive game. Like he's ridiculously talented offensively, um, but you look at his defensive numbers; they they aren't exactly you know high. They don't line up now. So, but the offense is exceptional. So I, I, I like that pick. Um, which leaves me with San Jose, who took Timo Meyer, who great pick. Um, he's been really solid for them. But I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Brock Besser. Um, just Good pick. Just you know, terrific goal scorer. You know, I think San Jose's got some pretty good playmakers there, so I think um, it'd be a, it'd be a nice fit for him. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, and that leaves us to Colorado and another very nice fit. And they went with Miko Rantanen, who's a right winger. And I'm going to pick Timo Meyer, who's yeah. a right winger. I think that fit would be perfect. Uh, yeah, hard to argue with that. Um, very, they're similar players in terms of you know the, the size that they bring. So I, I, I like that pick. Um, which uh, leaves me with Florida at 11. Who, they took Lawson Krause, who I'm not gonna take. Yeah. I'm not gonna take him in this redraft. And keeping in mind that last draft you went with Leon Dreisaitl, uh, 
for the Panthers. I'm going to take Thomas Shabbat. That's, he, he was, he's, he's arguably the best defenseman in that draft, in my opinion. He, I think he, he definitely competes with Zach Wierenski for that, for that title. Yeah, to me, to me, it's those two guys, without a I, doubt. That would be, that would be ridiculous to see on a Florida team. Yeah, um, you know, to, ha- to have him back there, I think that'd just be awesome, so. Uh, that, that's that's really how deep this draft is. Is he's like, at eleven? Yeah, and he's Tom Shabbat, in my opinion, is elite. And he in in three years maximum, he's gonna have the best contract in the entire NHL. You think so? That's your prediction. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, not in, ter- uh, in terms of like um, uh, best contracts for a team. Yeah. Because he signed an 8x8. Eight eight. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, I, and that was the intention with signing him, you know, to that deal, was that hopefully he grows and this contract turns out to be really good value for the team. I, 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 I see it going so well for, for, for those two. It's, he, he's so good. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that he signed for eight years in Ottawa, committed to that, is huge. And that Ottawa yeah. committed that much money to him is huge. He probably lives in Gatineau. now. Probably. Um, <laughs> solid pick. Uh, Dallas at 12. Alright, so they went with Denis Gurianov. I don't think would happen again, but instead, uh, defenseman Ivan Provorov. Ivan Provorov. So that's a good pick. Well, I think is the, the next defenseman after Wierenski and Shabbat, yeah. without a doubt. And it's interesting, too, because last draft with Dallas, I took Travis Sandheim. You're taking Provorov here, so that's two Philly defensemen we've just put on Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that works out well for them. Um, now we're getting into the Boston picks. Uh, the three in a row. Three in a row. Three in a row. The first one, they took Jakob Zaboral, who played on a pairing with Thomas Shabbat, which I think is pretty embarrassing because you clearly have seen Thomas Shabbat play a bunch of times and you opted not to take him. Uh, this was the this was the Milan Lucic trade. They they had the Lucic trade and the Dougie Hamilton trade. Yeah. Or, Talk no, wait. And yeah. yeah, it was a bunch Talk. of Leon and Dion, and then they couldn't trade out of these spots, so they ended up with three picks in a row. Um, this pick for me, I'm going to take a guy, uh, who I think would be excellent in Boston, could learn from one of the best two-way centers in the game in Patrice Bergeron. I'm going to take Anthony Sorelli. Good pick. Um. Not a guy you'd think of that high up, though. No, I think he's really, like, I think he's really going to take off, um, in his career. Uh, yeah. I'm very optimistic on that player. Uh, to me, he's one of the better defensive forwards in the league. So, um, and, to, and to learn from Patrice Bergeron in, uh, in Boston would be excellent. So I'll, I'll take him. Which leaves you I with think, yeah. Boston's second pick. Boston's second pick. So you already picked a center. I should go defenseman, I think. Uh, Noah Hannafin. Noah Hannafin. That's a solid pick. Yeah, I think Boston's getting loaded up here. Yeah. 
Um, all right, well, that leaves me with Boston's third pick. They took Zach Senishin of three NHL points so far, who, you know, he's a really good skater, but hasn't really panned out so far. Um, but I mentioned earlier I took uh, I took Anthony Sorelli so we could learn from Patrice Bergeron. So in this spot, I'm going to take Travis Konechny to learn from Brad Marchand on how to be a pest. And I, I think Travis Konechny is 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 improving by the minute. I think what he's doing in Philadelphia is very good. Oh yeah, he's had he's having a terrific year. He's finally been given more of an opportunity, um, really shining. So I'm I'm taking him there. I think he's a very Boston player. So. Um, you know, I, I think it's a good fit there. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right, so, um, at 16, traded from the Edmonton Oilers to the New York Islanders. Oh, yeah. Which, that, that was Peter Shirelli. Yeah, this was Peter Shirelli's first draft in Edmonton. It was... It was something. Um, so, they already got the David in this draft. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, I'm Islanders. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they they got Matthew Barzell. Um, this is their first pick in the draft. Uh, I'm going to go with a good uh, two-way center in Colin White. Colin White. No, I like that pick. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a big Colin White guy. You know, when I think of the Islanders, I think of a, like, Good, like grinding, hardworking team, and I think he'd he'd really fit into that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Just a really reliable two hundred foot player. Um, that leaves me with Winnipeg, who took Kyle Connor. Excellent pick. Um, but I think the 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 big thing that has really plagued Winnipeg the last two years um, has been at the center position. So, with that in mind, uh, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take, uh, Dylan Strom. Good, good pick. Just because, you know, I, I don't think he's necessarily the best player available, but I think in terms of what Winnipeg needs, especially, you know, in 2017, 2018, I think that's, that's the type of player I, they would want. I think it's taken him a while to, um, to develop. Yeah, it, no, it absolutely took him a while to develop. He didn't get a huge amount of opportunity in Arizona. Um, but the last couple of years, he's been pretty decent for, for Chicago. So uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go with him for, for, for Winnipeg. Nice. All right, uh, so Ottawa, and they got Thomas Chabot originally. Yeah. We're going to keep it defensive and go with Brandon Carlo. Brandon Carlo. Yeah. Big body on the back end. Yeah, he's he's massive, you know, it's six six five. Yeah. Um I think he could definitely be a good addition to that Ottawa blue line. Absolutely, absolutely agree. No, I like that pick a lot. Um which leaves me now with Detroit, who I think it's fair to say they could use pretty much help anywhere. Yeah. So I'm gonna take uh uh, Ilya Samsonov, who, you know, 
now that we're getting into like the more recent drafts, like goalies take longer to develop, so it's hard to tell um, and evaluate uh-huh. goalies. But to me, there's probably two goalies in that dra- this draft that would maybe go in the first round, and I think he's one of them. Yeah. All right. Uh, Vancouver. Minnesota. Or Minnesota, sorry. I was well. Minnesota. Um, Pavel Zaka, or Zaka, I don't know. Pavel Zaka? Yeah, Zaka. Interesting. You know, he's had a little ups and downs in, in, um, in New Jersey, especially, I, I don't even, uh, you know, but I, I think he's a very good center, and he could very much help a Minnesota team. Absolutely, yeah, he's a good good penalty killer, too. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's a nice pick. Um, which leaves me with Ottawa. You took uh, Brandon Carlo for them a couple picks ago. Uh, I'm going to take Jake DeBrusque. Um, good pick. Big guy, brings some you know grit and sandpaper, good skill. Um, just a really solid depth kind of player for them. So I'll, I'll go with Jake DeBrusque. Nice. All right, Washington at twenty-two. Um, they took Ely Samsonov. Yeah. Instead, uh, gonna go with Anthony Beauvillier. Anthony really Beauvillier, fast winger that I think could fit in well. Yeah, that's who I had next on my list too. You know, just fast. He's skilled. He's right place, right time. A lot of on a lot of his goals, and you know that's important. Absolutely. Um, all right, that leaves me with uh, Vancouver, who got Brock Besser here. Obviously, he's not there this time around. So, I think Vancouver could use some help on defense. I'm going to take Vince Dunn. To pick from the Niagara Ice Dogs. From the Niagara Ice Dogs, Stanley Cup champion. Vince um, Dunn. You know, I think, yeah, he's the guy you can kind of move around on defense. Yeah. Um, I think he's a good all-round defenseman. He's a little more defensive than offensive, but I, I like that. I, yeah, I, I like the skill set that he has, and I think especially in Vancouver, um, I think it's a good fit. Um, Philadelphia. All right. Philly. Um, they went with Travis Konechny, obviously a good pick. Um, instead, uh, make the best of what's left, and it's Jack Roslovic. Jack or Oslovic? Yeah. All right. That's not, that's not a bad pick. Um, no, you know, I think I think he's doing well in Winnipeg, and you know, it's it's later in the draft, and these we got to remember that these guys are very young too. So absolutely, like a lot of these guys, he's barely played three seasons. Yeah, a lot of these guys haven't peaked yet. Um, that leaves me with Winnipeg, and in this redraft. Winnipeg, they took Dylan Strom earlier. They did not get Kyle Connor. So I am going to take a guy who can score some goals for them. I'm going to take Dennis Gurianov. Good pick. Um, not, not a huge sample size, but 20 goals this year on, yeah. uh, on Dallas. There's, there's potential. Exactly. You know, there's potential. There's, I, I, I've, I've seen him a few times where I've been really impressed, so I'll, I'll go with him. All right, so Montreal at 26. Um, it's kind of a little tougher, but 
yeah, given everything, I think um, the Montreal could use a good uh, good center here, and it's uh, Joel Eriksson Ack. Joel Eriksson Ack. Yeah, big body. You know, it's I think it could be a good fit there because Montreal's always been searching for that big bodied center. Absolutely. All right. Well, that leaves me with uh, Anaheim. They took Jacob Larson. Um, I think Anaheim could use some offense. I'm going to take uh, Connor Garland. Um, you know, he just has a nose for the net. He's had a couple good years in Arizona. He was he was disgusting in in juniors. I oh mean, yeah, he, I did back to back 120 point season. Yeah. So for me, um, yeah, for me here for the for the Ducks for a team that needs offense. I mean, that's a guy who's going to give you offense. So. 100%, I agree. All right. Uh, Islanders. All right, so they originally got Beauvillier. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right, so with this pick, uh, maybe a guy who would fit in less with the Islanders, but uh, Jordan Greenway for a good big presence on your third line. Nice. Nice, nice pick. Um, yeah, I, I like Jordan Greenway. He's a good skater, big body. Yeah, I once again, small sample size, and he plays on Winnipeg, you know, so. Yeah. All right, well, this is my last pick with Columbus. Um, you know, they took a defensive in Gabriel Carlson. I'd like to keep it the same, so I'm going to take uh, Rasmus Anderson. Good pick. Uh, for them, you know, he's he's you know he just signed a new deal in Calgary. Uh, it's been a really important part of their defense, so I'll take him for Columbus. Which means last pick to you. Yes, with Arizona. Um, in the spirit of doing it, I'm gonna pick a goalie. Uh, yeah. And I think there's. Nobody else other than Mackenzie Blackwood that can really get picked at this point in terms of goalies. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I had Mackenzie Blackwood on my list and I was looking for a place where I could take him, but I just didn't see a team that needed a goalie. Um, no, I, th- I think Arizona could need one at that point in 2015. No, like, yeah, like, no, Arizona absolutely could, but like, I was looking, like, the teams I was picking with, I was like, like with Winnipeg, you know, they, they have yeah. kind of Hellebuck, so I'm not going to take Blackwood there, right? And then. He just right. kind of slipped through, but I like that pick a lot for Arizona. I think he's a good goalie. Um, so hard to really argue with that. Uh, and that that's it. Uh, that does it for yeah. uh, for uh, those two uh, redrafts. We'll be back at it next week with uh, 2016 and 2017. Um, twenty seventeen. I think that I think we're gonna have maybe a, a little tougher time there. It'll be tough too because these guys are you know very very new to the league. Very young. Um, so it'll be uh, hopefully a lot different. Um, we'll update um, our listeners on any other uh, news from around the NHL if there is any. Um, and as always, thank you to everyone tuning in, and we will see you guys then.